Blog Talk Radio. Because it's like I heard that I was like, hey, that's my boy Macho Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sure it's gonna be like a trivia question or something. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people listening to this, their brains just exploded. They have no idea. <laughs> did you know about this? That the Macho Man yeah, name yeah. Even recorded as that. Um, I did. I, I didn't recognize the song, but like at first, as soon as I started hearing it, I recognized his voice, and then of course he said it's the Macho thing, and that kind of gave it away, but. Yeah, I remember him doing that uh, years upon years ago, and uh, yeah, it was his post wrestling thing, and uh, yeah, it didn't last, obviously, <laughs> for good reason. Yeah, and you're only going to hear a song like that on Jamie Joshua Live. <laughs> I guarantee you, no other radio show is going to play that. 
put in the mix next weekend. You watch. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad at you today for for. for <laughs> Last night I hit you up and I, I wanted to hang out today and I, I felt like you blew me off. You were like, "Oh yeah, well I got this going on." Hey, I got a Facebook status for proof. I had a family gathering going on, so I wasn't blowing you off. No, it was, it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, even though the, even though the day was uh, rainy, it was, was kind of nice to get together with family and had my uh, sister make a surprise visit from California with her husband uh, and uh, oh, yeah, telling yeah. me they're coming in. So. That's kind of cool. This sounds like such a viable story. Otherwise, some Chipotle and some uh, casino would have been awesome otherwise, but yeah, got family stuff to take care of and then had a uh, meeting with a DJ client in the uh, evening as well. So, so yeah, it was, it was a busy day. I wasn't blowing you off, dude. Yeah, this so happens. Like the day off, I ask you to do something. You're like, yes, yeah, so I was flying out from California. Like it sounds like total BS. Yeah, like I just give up. Like, like, I'm like, okay, what what excuse can I make for not hanging out with Jamie Joshua? Um, family from Cali coming in. There you go. All right. So um um, we got a lot of stuff to get to, and uh, and uh, I I. I, I plan to make your life uh, either fun or living hell tonight. But um, um, you know, we're not we're not teenagers anymore. You know, like we're not porn stars anymore. <laughs> like, uh, do you do you ever get tired? Like, like I just feel tired all the time. Like it's probably because I just like drink too much. Because like when I don't drink, I just like <laughs> hop out of bed and like have all this energy. But like, like do you, do you just ever get tired? Um, like all the damn time. And anybody who who like uh who who knows me and. Yeah, you see, you're you're not in the, alone on this. And people go, "Hey, let's hang out sometime." And and, and it's just like, uh, okay, let's see. Here's my schedule. So the, I got this 15 minutes on this day that I'm free. No, right. really, it's like um, I I have I have a day job, nine to five, and I'm and I, oh, we'll call it a nine to five. It's really a 7:30 to seven, probably. So you know, I'm putting in uh, you know, 10, 11 hours a day. Uh, Monday through Friday, then I work a half day on Saturday, I DJ on Thursday nights, most Friday nights, almost every single Saturday for the rest of eternity. Um, so Sunday's like my day off usually, but um, yeah, and I got my kid on Sunday, so, and, and yeah, he's he's bigger than me, so he doesn't seem like a kid, but um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm always freaking tired. Um, you're lucky I'm awake. You should know this. You've scheduled shows with me before, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just, I'm not there. I feel bad about it. I feel <laughs> terrible, but yeah, they just pass out. Yeah. So for for anyone listening to me for the first time, um, um, you are DJ Aladdin, but um, your name's not DJ. You 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 have that name because you're actually a, a DJ. <laughs> so uh, this is um, this is correct. You're out there as a DJ. This is your job. So like, uh, it's your job. So like, my question, first question for you tonight is, you know. Are there any songs that you've played lately because it's your job to play them, you know, and give the people what they want? Mm-hmm. Like, you personally hate the song that you're playing? Okay, remember how I just told you, like, my sister came into town yesterday, right? Okay, so last yeah, night... Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, well, it's part of this story, too, so I've really crafted these things together. Um, she came into <laughs> town last night, so basically my mom, my sisters, and every, I got three stepsisters on my mom's side, one on my dad's side. And, um, they're all my sisters, but, you know. Anyway, so they all went out with with my mom's husband and, and their, the girls' boyfriends and all this stuff. So they all went out. Well, throughout the night they split up, and they ended up going different places. Well, last night I was DJing at Butters Bar in Gahanna, and about probably 
towards the end of the night, probably about one o'clock or so, my mom comes in with, with my oldest stepsister on that side. And um, they come in and, you know, I'm doing my thing. And um, generally, I'll just put it this way. Generally, I do not play a whole lot of country music at my bar gigs because I usually don't DJ at bars that are country bars are usually top 40 bars in general. But you always have some people who might want to hear a country song. So I try to do what I can um, within reason to do that, even though it's not personally my preference. Well, my mom comes in with my sister and straight up, that's what they like. They like country music. So I got stuck playing a song called Drunk on a Plane by Dierks Bentley. Now, if I did not know this song was by Dierks Bentley, who's a country artist, a song like Drunk on a Plane to me sounds like Lonely Island, I'm on a boat. And to me, it would be probably a, a comedy song. But no, no, no. This is like a real song because in country, it's all comedy because I can't believe anybody lives the lives that these country singers talk about. So I'm just like, this is what you choose to live like. But you want to go get drunk on a plane. All right, whatever. But, but yeah. So, yes, I had to do it for my own family last night. So that's pretty recent. And uh, it's not not my style of music or whatever. I, I, there are some country songs that I enjoy. But in general, it's not what you'll ever find on any of my presets in my car. See, so now, now I just want to go find and listen to Drunk on a Plane just to hear how bad it is. It's, it, I don't want to say that it's bad because for country, it's probably not. It's just in general, no. Uh, <laughs> in general, it's bad because, no, nah, I don't know. It's just, it's just they have odd concepts for songs in country. It's, uh, country music seems like sometimes the, the whole idea of it is let's see how many times we can figure out different ways to get drunk and then write a song about it. Um, drunk on a plane, drunk on a boat, uh, drunk fishing, um, lots of drunk fishing songs. So, you know. <laughs> Sorry to all the yeah, country trip. fans out there listening to Jamie Joshua tonight. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 I just lost all my country. I'm sorry, previous man. listeners to Jamie Joshua that have just disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shooting for that sorry. Ohio Hip Hop Award this year, not country awards. <laughs> right, right. Well, there you go. Well, just have yeah, to what's your steal another genre. Now I lead into this. This leads into a two-part question because you see, I'm getting more okay. intimate now. I've been broadcaster for 16 months, so now I have two-part questions. <laughs> well, the first part yeah. of the question is, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, like, what's your favorite part about being a DJ? Um, honestly, it's 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 a hard to say what the favorite part is because there's so many different aspects that come together that make it something that I enjoy doing so much. Um, honestly, no matter what I'm playing as long as my crowd is having a great time, then that's my favorite part. Honestly, it's strictly about the energy that you um, help participate in making for, for your guests, clients, patrons, depending on what, you know, whatever it may be. That's, that's the best part of it because even though I didn't write these songs um, strictly, all I did was choose them, mix them and um, you know, basically try to read my crowd to make them when you feel that success of saying, you know what, I read my crowd right and it worked, then that's, that's, that's the, that's the payoff. That's the biggest payoff. Um, so that's probably the thing that I like the most about is just being part of and making somebody else enjoy their evening that much better. So second part of the question, and you could probably say this along with me, <laughs> what's your least favorite part about being a What's my least favorite part? <laughs> um, Again, there are many aspects that can come into this. Um, one of the things that that's that's and you can talk to any regular working DJ about this. There's plenty of DJs who 
who do it for the love of it and do it just here and there and whatever. And they don't experience the same probably, I, I don't know, negative caveat of the job. And that's that you give up your weekends. You, you, there is no Saturday night for you. There's no um, social time on Saturdays and Fridays. Um, this is yeah. when DJs work. They work on the weekends because what our job is to do is to create the good time for you. It's just like it's, same thing goes for, you know, bartenders or whatever, you know. What, your, your idea of a good night out is created by the people who gave up their night to work for you and to, to create that. So, yes, it, it kind of sucks because, you know, you get to watch people have a good time all the time. You're part of it because you're there and you get your, your you know, as for myself, I get my fill of that atmosphere a lot of times by being the person that's, you know, doing the DJing and creating the party. But at the same time, you never get to just kick back as much as you'd like to and party unless you happen to have some time off or, you know, some week. So, so that would be part of it. Um, and I'd say that as a close second would be dealing with people who don't understand what it means to be entertaining for the masses and not just for you. There's always, you know, at every event that I do, there's always a person or two that comes up and wants weird ass requests because they think it'll be funny. And a lot of times they are, they're funny for about the first 30 seconds, but a song is not 30 seconds long. The songs are, you know, four and a half minutes long. And my job is not to be a comedian and make you and your friends laugh because I played a goofy ass request. My job is to entertain everybody and make them feel like, yeah, this is a place I want to be. Um, if it's a bar, nightclub, it's a place I want to come back to. Or if it's a wedding, you want it to be something that they will remember and say, oh, remember that, you know, the, the fun time that we had at so-and-so's wedding. And, and, and that's it. The idea is they, you want them to remember the time that they had. They may not remember who you were as a DJ or what you played exactly, but they remember that feeling of having a good time, which – uh, that's that's a whole other issue that we can talk about sometime about when it comes down to people choosing their wedding DJs, how they should go about doing that. But that's like I said, that's another issue. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you can't really go out and to to places, but you're the guy that's there when other people go out to places. Like like that's you're that guy. Like dude, absolutely. When's the last time you went to see a movie? Like I, even me, like like just because I worked home at night, I had to see a movie on Friday at two o'clock <laughs> p.m. Sundays, Sundays is my movie day, that, and that's why um, for the most part I don't see many rated R movies because on Sundays I always have my son, and we go see, which is fine with me because he likes the same kind of stuff I do. Like so, the, if you want to answer the question, the, the question would be answered with Insurgent. I saw Insurgent. Um, I think it was two Sunday. It was either last Sunday or the Sunday before. So the second of the. Uh, um, the whatever the um, I forget the name of the series, but anyway, the second movie uh, was Insurgent, and we got let's go see that um, uh, Divergent series. So that was pretty good. And but yeah, you're right. It's a, there's not a lot of time to go do any of that stuff. You squeeze it in when you can, and most of the times it's with my son because if I'm not working, I'm with my son, and that's pretty much how it works. So so you you haven't seen Get Hard yet with uh, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart. You know, the funny-ass thing is that I have not, and even though it's an R-rated movie, my son told me that his mom took him to see it, which was really oh, odd yeah. to me because um, it's just not appropriate for a 13-year-old boy. But, yeah, yeah, it, it's um, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, so she took him to see it. No, I, I haven't seen it, and honestly, from what I heard about it, I'm, I'm just, it's a wait-for-video kind of thing for me probably. Yeah, I mean, like it, it, the first twenty minutes can be erased, so like it takes a while to get to the really clever, clever stuff. But oh, oh yeah, by the way, did you watch the uh, Justin Bieber roast? 
I have watched portions of it because, again, I'm pretty busy working a lot. But I have watched uh, a little bit of it. I've seen some of the jokes on it. Um, I've ch- caught a couple things where they put excerpts on uh, Facebook. Like I saw all of uh, of uh, Martha Stewart's portion of it. I saw her portion of it. Yeah. Um, I saw um, yeah, a couple of the other comedians. But I, think I haven't seen the whole thing start to finish, which I would like to watch because it would be fun. But, but the thing with these roasts are, you know, you, you go on there hoping – that they're just going to beat up Beaver, Beaver like they should, like a real roast would be. But honestly, they spend more time roasting the other celebrities than they ever spend on him. He gets one joke and everybody else gets one joke. So really, when you've got a panel of eight people, only one-eighth of it is really, you know, going to Beaver. And you got you got to, you got to take it to Beaver. He's, he's got so much <laughs> you can go at him about, but he's got very little, uh, very little hate, unfortunately. So it's, I, I don't get that. So much to hate. <laughs> they, they just didn't do it. Yeah, because I, I, I see you, uh, you made a post about it one night. You actually said, like, this is actually, like, clever for him right, right now at this point. Like, for his oh, career. yeah. Oh, it's, a, like, it's a wise it move. It came to be the case. Yeah, it came to be the case. Yeah, it's a wise it was, like, People were on there, pro- this, this, like, oh, yeah, I like that song from you. <laughs> Confidence. Well, absolutely. What it, what it really did for him is it kind of, um, it helped him turn a, I think, I think this is going to, the idea behind it, and we'll see if it really pans out for him. I think that it's a marketing thing. It's, it's for him to turn a corner to say, okay, I've been this young punk who's made some stupid mistakes and was a little teen pop thing. Now I'm more mature. I can make fun of the things that I did when I was younger. I can accept them and say, ha-ha, that was funny of me that I, you know, it's funny that I was so immature and did all these things. And I'm going to come out with a smile. I'm going to shake everybody's hand. and I'm going to act like, you know, I'm not bothered by any of this. But you know, and that's that's fine, and that may be the truth. It may be the truth. It might be that he actually did get past this phase of his life where he's just immature and snide and thinks he's on top of the world for everything. Um, answers his interrogation questions for 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 the you know issue with his bodyguard with I do not recall. I do not recall. Don't be an asshole. And this is the whole thing. I think this is his way of saying, look, I'm really not an asshole. I'm not going to be that way anymore. This is a phase yeah. I went through. And so it's, it's it's supposed to be um, it's a marketing move. This is not this is not hey you know Comedy Central came to him and talked him into it. He came to Comedy Central and said, hey, can we do something like this? It was a good move on his PR and agent people. So we'll see what happens. I think it's a good idea for him, but we'll see what really happens. Yeah, leading me to uh, something else here about the current events in pop culture. Well, not not as big as Justin Bieber, but uh, Little Wayne has uh, left his label, and there's a rapper called Young Thug now. Now, I, I don't know if you mm-hmm. know about this. I barely know. Like, I just a little bit. The Young Thug for the first time on a, via the Rich Homie Kwan music video. Get the fuck out of my face! <laughs> I think this guy is absolutely. Well, hopefully, the worst. for your sake, it might but, be the last time. <laughs> you know, this is, people yeah. on my show all year telling saying how horrible he is. But uh, here's the thing: is like uh, he's friends with a, a fellow named Birdman, who's <laughs> like runs Cash Money Records or whatever. And Little Wayne and them, they had this falling out, mm-hmm. and now Young Thug is on the label, and he he decided like his album was going to be called The Carter Six, which you know Little Wayne right. had the Carter originally. Two, Carter Three, Carter Four, Five. So Young Thug was calling his album The Carter Six. Now, uh, like just recently, they found out that he couldn't call his album The Carter Six. So now his album, and I guess it just came out, like I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, his album is now called The Barker Six. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I read a little bit about that. 
<laughs> yeah. This, well, no, the worst thing he ever heard in his life is his rapping. But the, I don't know. The whole thing is, okay, for me personally, I'm I'm not a Wayne fan. He has some songs that are tolerable. He has some songs that are good. He's got an original flow. You can recognize his voice. There's some things I like about Wayne. Young Thug is just honestly – he just, he just comes out there and mumbles his ass off, talks about stupid shit. He he really is not an intelligent individual, and, and I I don't feel that way about Little Wayne. I may not appreciate Little Wayne, but I think that he's proven his intelligence over the years and his ability to help run a company. Now here's my here's my I I think there's a conspiracy theory that I'd like to throw out there that is probably completely off base, but how genius would it be okay. that you are the president of Cash Money? Birdman runs the damn show. You're Little Wayne, right. you're the president of Cash Money, of Young Money, and, and you put together this whole feud within your own company to create people buying albums from both sides of that feud within your own company, so you consistently make money. Would that not be a genius move to tell us all how stupid we are to fall for it? It would. Yeah, be. because it's, now, it's like nothing hits my radar. I, I never seek this shit out. You know, like I stopped listening to mainstream rap really around 2007 but this still hit my radar mm -hmm. you know it's like I know about this and I'm gonna probably right. listen to the young one now <laughs> so like it is genius if that's, well, if that's the, the case and, there, and there, there's so much controversy to it if, if that's what's going on if, if that's great but there's also the controversy of, of years ago where the photos surfaced of Wayne and, and, and Birdman kissing on the lips or on the side of the lips or whatever and then, <laughs> and then there's all of a sudden oh well maybe they're gay and then Young Thug comes out talking about calling men his husband and, you know, basically coming straight out and saying everything, but I am gay. I'm not saying I'm gay. I'm saying I'm not gay, but everything I say is gay or it could be taken as gay. <laughs> so it's almost like there's this nice mystery revolving around this camp that could also make you think, oh, this could be a love triangle thing even. So it's really, to me, it's really yeah. silly. Um that they, it's always silly to me when artists put their beef in public. So it's either a real beef that's in public, which just says, you guys are stupid, why are you doing this? Or it's a fake beef in public, which says, you guys are genius, why are you doing this to the stupid people who are going to fall for it? So either way, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I've, I've read a little bit about it, I've heard a little bit about it. Um, Thug, Young Thug supposedly says he won't step on Wayne's toes, and if Wayne just came straight out and said, don't name it the Carter, then I won't. Um, but now they're saying it's more of a legal reason that Wayne said you can't call it the Carter. Um, All right. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know, Thug, Young Thug wants to say, oh, I respect him and I respect his music, and I wouldn't do that, you know, to somebody I looked up to and modeled myself after to a point. But in meanwhile, Birdman's relatively quiet about this whole thing because meanwhile he's just in the back with a big grin on his face, rubbing his palm, saying, "I'm going to get paid." Because know what? No matter if it's oh, real yeah. or not, he's going to get paid. They're still under, under this contract. There's a lawsuit for $8 million that Lil Wayne put out against Birdman. Who knows if he'll ever collect anything of it? Who knows if it's even a real lawsuit or if it's just a publicity yeah. lawsuit that all of a sudden they will, quote, unquote, settle out of court? You, you don't know, but it, it's just it's, – this is, this is what rap is all about. It's always about feuds, you know, all the way back to Big Daddy Kane and LL Cool J and then, you know, and then uh, more recently uh, – I guess not really more recently, but Tupac and Biggie and – you know, rap feuds are, I would say, they're they're good and bad for the business. They they're bad for the image, but they're also good for sales. So it could be going that route for them, or just you know testing the waters that route. Who knows? Might be legit, might not. Yeah, and our lawsuits that's true too because Jesse Ventura sued uh, uh, 
Chris Kyle for saying that uh, Chris Kyle, you know, from uh, the movie American uh, Sniper that Bradley Cooper like portrayed, mm-hmm. he, he had a book and he talked about knocking someone out. Then went on TV uh, saying that he knocked out Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura won that lawsuit. And Chris Kyle like died during the proceedings. Like, <laughs> so he got a lot of heat for continuing the lawsuit, but uh, it was a mission lawsuit. He won the lawsuit for like millions, a million dollars or something like that. Yeah, but he still hasn't any of it. Like he hasn't got any of that money. It's all tied up in litigation and stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into our ugly truth section of the show, because you are the, uh, what do you call it, mm-hmm. the love genie or love guru as far as the, uh, the they, they call me the love, the love guru or some bullshit on that band, that group. <laughs> but really, I, come on, I've, I've been single for so many years. I'm not the love guru. <laughs> I'm not, I'm doing something <laughs> wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, we've never, we've never really know, gone there be... yet so far. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Help stall us out uh, as far as the uh, women, <laughs> or help the ladies out. You know, right? Like I've had a couple girls on the show that say like what they don't like, what guys do. So I'm gonna have you say what you don't like, what girls do. <laughs> but uh, before that, uh, I have a wor- uh, a song here, not a world premiere, but a song that I'd like you to review. <laughs> now, um, I, I love it when you throw a song at me to review, Jamie. Yeah, um, the last one was Let's Kill the Hater, which is a, you know, mm-hmm. road. Smash it, smash it, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's, here's here's this one now. Uh, Let's Kill the Hater was from an unknown artist. Like, I know this artist's name. This is from 1996, in particular. I, again, just like Macho Man thing, I don't know if you knew about this. <laughs> but, uh, turn this on now. And, uh, we'll see. Sometimes, like, uh, live on the air, you press play on the clip and it doesn't play right away. Like, that's the situation. <laughs> you know? That's the way shit works, man. <laughs> yeah. You ever had any computer problems or anything while you're trying to DJ at a show? No. Other than the no. Technology the never lets us down. Technology never lets us down. It's perfect, right? Yes, I've had <laughs> more than my fair share of... Uh, even last night, I forgot to plug in my damn laptop when I got to my gig. So, like, two, an hour and a half in, I get this pop-up that says, and my laptop, when it pops up and says, you need to find a power source now, it means you've got 45 seconds to plug in your damn laptop. <laughs> I didn't even have my power cord out of my bag or nothing. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to lose, lose it. But I, I made it. I made it. So, no crash. Yeah, sometimes I think I should just go to a regular podcast. But I'm like, uh, yeah. Because, you know, if you do a podcast, you can edit that stuff and make, make yourself sound really right. good take out any mistakes. But uh, I, I just like doing the show live. Otherwise, you can call like Jamie Joshua that. live. You call yeah. it Jamie Joshua. Jamie Joshua. Recorded. <laughs> Jamie Joshua pre-recorded. <laughs> Even though I don't like this right now, getting this spinning circle when I'm trying to hit play on a clip. Nice. Yeah, this will just kick on at any time. Um, no, no, probably not. <laughs> Murphy's Law. Well, that, well, that's a uh, well, maybe this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Are you gonna vote? For you you might you might have just saved your listeners. You might have just saved your listeners three minutes that they'll regret. So that's that could be cool because I know how you roll when it comes to making you review a song. Is it playing? It's playing. Maybe. Yes, it's playing. All right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Mr. New World Girl Sims. I cover myself with lambskin. Black family, I point to win. That's again. Prophecy, watch the magic in you. Must begin to think. Sit up. And you can see, part 22 is lit up with the skull and bone. Picture what is known as the scrolling key of the DOC. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, did you recognize the voice? You so is that DOC is? or is that DOC's impersonator? Yeah, it's, it's I don't recognize the, the song. DOC. Yeah, it the is the DOC. DOC. Okay. So this was after after he lost his voice and everything. Okay. But yeah, yeah I, I listened to one album that he made. Um, it might have been his first comeback album, and maybe this was on it. But I, I, I'll just say I, I listened to enough of it to to say you know that there's a couple songs that were good. That one I don't recognize. Um, I give him credit for somebody who you know got what what was it that happened to me? Got shot in the neck? Is that what it was? Yeah. How did he lose his car vocal cord? It was some kind of car, car accident. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, you know, for those who don't know, DOC was a great rapper. He rapped with, you know, Dre and everybody else, and he was one of the uh, – was he He was not a member of, of NWA, but he was part of the crew. Anyway. Um, yeah, he was on Ruthless, Ruthless Records, and uh, he was going to be yeah. the next big guy. Like, like, uh, yeah, and he, like he did. Like, the fourth move and everything. Yeah, if you, if you haven't heard it, anybody out there, you just do some old school hip-hop. Go, go listen to it. It's funky enough. It's a – Badass song. It's funky enough to go go to that. Anyway, so what I think of this, I think I, I give the guy a lot of credit for trying to come back. Um, his voice was a little obviously gone, and he did what he could do. But it's also by the time he came back, I think that rap left him behind too because um, he was still trying to rap in his old style kind of, but that's not what was hot anymore. And all he could – to me, it just sounded like too demonic for somebody to really grasp onto the you know the airy sound from his – you know, fucked up voice from his obviously crushed trachea or whatever it was. So poor guy. I mean, you're right. He was the next big thing. He could have he could have had a great and long career, but um, I would guess he's probably pumping gas for somebody right now. Unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, and do you go and uh, record an album and make a song like that <laughs> if you if you physically cannot do it. Yeah, I mean, it was brave of him to give it a shot, and I give, I give him credit for that. Um, I wanted to like it when he came back, but honestly, I don't know. 
Because you know, right now I feel like Googling where where are they now? Do the DOC? Because <laughs> you heard as I commit the new world goes in, I cover myself in lambskin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. We got Macho Man. We got that 1996 DOC going. Now it's time for the uh, uh, what we we'll call the ugly truth from the uh, love guru DJ Lydon. Now, that's a couple of things. Yeah, I already told you one of, one of my uh, things that I'm mad about now. But uh, what? Well, first of all, do do women want men that treat them like shit? Because because it seems like if if, if you're a nice guy and stuff, they just kind of keep mm-hmm. you as like a, you know Plan B. But you know every girl I know is with a guy that, that basically treats them bad. So like, is, mm-hmm. is there something appealing to that? Is, is that like? Is it wrong to be nice to girls? Because you you won't get the girl. You gotta like be kind of a butthole to them. Well, this is the way that I've always seen it. There are there are girls who who love the bad boy, and and, and a lot of times it's like you know all these guys go nice guys finish last, and, and I've heard this before from another source. Um, Believe it or not, I, I think even Jenna Marbles, the YouTube sensation Jenna Marbles, she did a thing on this too. But when nice guys bitch about, oh, well, nice guys always finish last, there's a difference between being a nice guy and a boring guy. And a lot of nice guys, who people who think, I'm a nice guy, they're really fucking boring. And they're, they really, they're really just into nothing, and the girls, so girls aren't into it. Well, guess what? Bad boys are always into something exciting. It doesn't mean they're good men. It just means they're into something exciting. So girls oh. will be attracted to that possibly – um, at first, and what they find is that they have fun for a while. Then they find out the guy's really a fucking loser. Um, you know, maybe it's he doesn't have a job. Maybe he doesn't aspire to have a job. Maybe he's a cheater. Maybe he's a beater. Who knows? I mean, but 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 ultimately, a bad boy is a bad boy. There's a reason they call him bad. They're bad, you know. So ultimately, these girls, you know, get hurt by or dump or move on from these bad guys. But then they remember the good times. So they find another guy. It's like I, I like, always like to call this. I said it's the same douchebag with a different face. That's what they go look. They find they find themselves another douchebag with the same with just a different face than the last one. It's a, it's a new guy, but he's really the same guy. <laughs> and that's I, I think it's stupid. And it's, you're right. I mean, I think the girls who make these mistakes, you can call them stupid. You can call them ignorant. You can say they don't they don't learn from their past or whatever. But ultimately, people are attracted to what they're attracted to. And these supposedly good guys and nice guys that finish last, a lot of times are just boring guys or guys that have responsibilities that take over their ability to spend time spitting game to a girl. Guys like, uh, I'll just say you and I, for example, we've got jobs, we've got responsibilities, we go take care of shit. You know, we got kids, we, 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 we go take care of things, we do real things. And what that ends up being is that we spent so much time doing that that we didn't spend that time flirting, laying down a foundation, convincing a girl that we're some great catch or whatever when we're really, you know, not. And but these other these bad boys, that's what they do. They you know they they make themselves out to be something great. And honestly, they're the, the women, ladies, if you're listening, don't be offended. But the <laughs> women who go for those kind of guys are not the kind of girls I'd go for anyway. So for me, I don't get upset by it, angered by it. Some guys are like, oh, well, I'm so depressed. I you know, nice guys finish last. I never get upset about that because first of all, those aren't the kind of girls that I would ever chase in the first place. I see most people repeat their past mistakes. And if I see a girl that has dated three douchebags in a row, I'm not even going to try to date her because, first of all, I'm not a douchebag, so she's not going to want to date me. Second of all, she, she she's going to look for something that I'm not. And ultimately, if 
I'm not treating her bad enough. She's going to treat me bad. So, so that's how it's going to work out. So I, I, I just don't go that route. So yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're talking about. You know, these girls that, that do these douchebags and I, I want you, you, you kind of gave me a hint on something that you wanted to talk about earlier. So I want you to go ahead and drop your point about Facebook posts about invisible boyfriends. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is something that, that girls do all the time on there. Now, um, like, like not saying that all of them are are messing around with more than one guy at the same time, but uh, all the time you see a a girl put he he makes me feel so special. He is 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 this and that, and now Bay, you know, Bay is the big one now. But right. he or they, but they never say the guy's name. They never say, "Oh, John makes me feel good," or or I'm I'm, I'm thinking about him. You know, another one like they never uh-huh. say the guy's name. And uh, as it turns out, you know, the longer you know people and stuff, you see girls as like, like uh, how they kind of, you know, put their business out there all the time too. Because kind of like Facebook, you know, you can't you can't cheat on no one anymore. If you hit like on a girl's picture, then <laughs> some other girl is gonna see it. You know, like you don't even gotta be friends with them. So like everyone's doing that now. Everyone's on there. So it's just the girls, you know, are talking to two, three guys, and I know because I've I've talked to girls that have boyfriends, and you know, like uh, only one. See, now, now that's have. that's your take. I like that. I like your take on it because even when you told me about it, my take was different than yours. But I thought we were on the same page. So I like your take. Your take is that she puts he makes me special, whatever, because that way th- two or three guys might think, oh, she's talking about me. That's your take, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's my take. My take is, and this is back to the men. These guys say, don't you post me on Facebook. Don't you put pictures of me up on Facebook. Don't you say my <laughs> name on Facebook. I've got a crazy st- – this is the, 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 always the situation. All my female friends that have a guy that does this, this is what he says. I've got a crazy stalker ex, and if she sees my name, she's going to come after you. She's gonna, it's going to be all okay. problems. So just don't put my name out there. So my theory <laughs> is that these girls are just fucking suckers that are dating some guy who won't admit that he's dating her because she's dating him, but he's not really just dating her. <laughs> So I'm looking at it from the other perspective is this dude is saying, don't get put my name out there because he's out doing this. And I've known this for a fact because I've talked to a, um, you know, a, fr- a friend of mine on Facebook who she was saying that. She was always like, oh, I'm spending time with so-and-so. I'm spending time with so-and-so. She'd always call him. It wasn't Bay, but she had some other – my boo thing, my boo thing. Oh, okay. what she always called it, my boo thing. And basically she said my boo thing because – he had an, another girl that he was supposedly trying to get out of a relationship with. She always said, oh, I, I can't wait to see my boo thing. I can't wait to see this or whatever. And you know, I kind of said, I said, look, if he won't let you post his name out there and put his name out there, that ain't your boyfriend. Bottom line, that's not your boyfriend. You, you, he may be your boyfriend, but I guarantee you you're not his girlfriend because otherwise right. he would own you. He, he would step up and say, yeah, that's my girl. So it always says when a girl always talks about dating a new guy and won't say who it is, it's the guy. And, and this is my theory is that it's the guy. So I like your theory. I like your theory is that, oh, she's just trying to cover because it could be one of many guys. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. It's interesting. It's probably true on both sides. Everybody's fucking shady these days. So <laughs> I bet it's, on, it's true on both sides. Yeah, the truth, like the truth test is if you're actually with someone and, you know, you – that you're in a relationship with them and they won't do it to them. <laughs> that's a clear not response. official until it's Facebook official, right? Right? <laughs> right. That's how it works. If it's not official on Facebook, it's not real. If you can't post a picture of you with that other person, there's there's a reason behind it. And and it's usually that one person is doing wrong. 
and doing dirty, and they don't want their business out there. And the other person is somewhat gullible for not being willing to put that out there too, you know. I mean, it, it could just be that, yeah, maybe you are in the early stages and you don't want to throw it out there for people to talk. But, you know, usually we could all piece those puzzle, that puzzle together. If if Mary is talking about, oh, I spend so much time with this guy, blah, 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 and you know she's friends with Bob. And meanwhile, Bob's saying, oh, I'm spending so much time with this girl. She's so great. I'm not going to say who. Well, you can kind of put together Mary and Bob are friends. They're both spending time. Yeah, it's probably Mary and Bob. It's not really secret. But when it's straight up, I won't put their name out there. I won't say who they are. And um, they never like my status. <laughs> they never say that's my favorite one too. You know, the ones that are in relationship, where the girls say, "Oh, I had such a great time," blah 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 blah. And that dude's got Facebook post after Facebook post, and nothing fucking mentions her at all. <laughs> She's like talking all about her dude, and he says nothing yeah. about her. Won't even like the picture. Won't comment back. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Just like untag me from that shit. <laughs> He's like, here's this, here's this new Meek Mill song that I like. <laughs> Don't let me don't let me throw some new Jodeci love song out to my girl. Now I'm talking about my favorite hip hop gangster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, very interesting uh, perspective on that. You know, it's like I never thought about it the other way. As far as like the girl it may just be. Uh, yeah, neither have I. See, great minds think yeah, the opposite. Apparently, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the, the truth falls somewhere in the middle, or is both things at the same time. Because, right, right. Uh, I don't know myself. You know, like I, I've talked to girls, I've made plans with girls I, I was, uh, that like are like I I know. Like I don't know if you have, but I'm, but I'm, you know, like a girl is like currently involved with a guy, but still, like you know, does something with you or hits you up. Like that happens to me all the time. Like like all day. <laughs> Uh, I, I've got no comment like, on like that. It shouldn't be, shouldn't be, <laughs> shouldn't be, I don't care because I'm, I'm not with or trying to be with anyone, so I, I can talk about it. <laughs> but, but yeah, many times, you know, over the years, just just you know, being on the Facebook or whatever, like uh, which is which is how the world's changed again. But, um, like, uh, what are some turnoffs for you that uh, women do, like uh, girls? Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. This, this, I've got, I've got a few. I've got a few. Um, my, my just blanket, you know, kind of. I don't like it. Things is, I don't like a girl who smokes. Um, honestly, it comes right down to the fact, and I know you're a smoker, Jamie. So, so you better date a smoking yeah, girl. Yeah, no, no, never for too oh, long. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Clap, clap. Okay. Um, but no, I don't like a girl who smokes. Um, my, uh, I, I'll put this out there. My ex-wife smoked. And she smoked the whole time we were dating. We dated for years. We got married. She said she was going to quit. She really didn't quit. Tasted on her breath. She faked quitting, but she was stupid, and she tried to flush them down the toilet, and they just filters floating in the toilet. <laughs> but, um, no, it's like it, – honestly, it got to the point where it was so such a detraction from kissing her that it, it really affected our intimate life. I mean, I really – I didn't want to have sex with her anymore. Um when we were when we did have sex, I'd turn my head so she could kiss my cheek or my neck or something else because I didn't want I didn't want to smell it on her. So so smoking is one. Um, hood rats don't if you if you act hard and ghetto you you are not turning me on. It it's not cute at all. It is not cute. A woman to me is a feminine creature, and I I don't mean weak. I don't mean anything like that. I just mean you don't. It's like my friends. I don't hang out with people who start shit either and, and always acting hard either. That's not my that's not my yeah. style of friend, you know. So 
same thing when it comes to girls. If you talk talk all the time about I'm going to whip this bitch's ass and 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 you <laughs> brag about your fights on Facebook or whatever, I don't care how cute you are. You're not cute to me. You know, you may be physically good looking, but that's a, that's a turn off to me. Um, so yeah, yeah. hood rat bitches um, and girls who don't have goals. If they don't have a goal, if, you, if your goal isn't, if you're not trying to be a good mom, if you're not trying to have a good career, if you're not trying to do something good for yourself, and you're pretty much just a lazy bum looking for somebody to take care of you, you're not my kind of girl either. And I don't care how rich I get and how hot you are, you're never going to be my type of girl. Yeah, like, uh, like, like the older I get, you know, like I don't even look like like the same. Like I'll see a hot girl pass me by, but I don't even look like. A nice butt or, or boobs. I'm thinking like you know, long, long all night having to text her back and forth for like problems and fights. <laughs> it's like the inevitable. So like I'm kind of weird myself. Like I, I, I've been staying single for a long time. You know, because you know one night stand here and there. <laughs> but like uh, I, I just well I don't have time. You know, for a relationship anyway. But uh, you know, like I don't even look at girls anymore in the same light <laughs> like I used to when I was younger. Now I'm just like, well, this, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's a problem. This this is an inconvenience to my life. I they think, argue. 